This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to Talk Shonen Podcast. My name is a turtle. And my name is a Jared. Uh, this week, Jared, we are talking about one of my most beloved shows growing up. Yes. Jared's, Jared's going autopilot on this one. Yeah. I'm letting Turtle just rant. This is, this is, this is like, this show like, was like the perfect storm for me as a child. Yeah. Because I was just in my fledgling youth of, or like, first of all, for those listening at home, yeah. It's Exo Squad. Yeah, it's Exo Squad. Uh-huh. Which I used to watch. Like yeah. I, I watched it. It's just I watched so many cartoons as a kid. Yeah. That I only had room for like twelve of them in my brain to yeah. remember fully. And that wasn't that it didn't make the cut. No, and it's a it's a short <laughs> show. It's only two seasons with like yeah. a third one that was a third episode that was produced. A third a first episode of the third season Above, that was produced. Yeah. Um so okay. This this show is like the perfect storm for me as a child. Yeah. Now I'm gonna gonna preface as an adult i look back on it and i go what the fuck were they thinking (laughs) it is not okay not cool for kids no not cool for kids not cool in general how they frame barely good for adults yeah and i'm gonna go into reasons why but as a child uh this 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 was my fledgling youth before anime was really in america yeah this show was making moves on the mecha anime genre yeah and this, so this is what got me into Mecca for the most part, other than like late night sci-fi. I mean, because the only other thing that we had as a kid that was late that that was you know big robots was Power Rangers and like Voltron and Vol- Voltron yeah. was was kind of kind of like yeah. you had to be in a niche yes to see Voltron. Yeah. And so this was like a perfect storm because it had this this Mecca anime. Had, and you're super into engineering. I'm super into like, like anything the mecha, that's anything. like that's like tech. Yeah, like exactly. Cool tech shit. Um, you're like, yeah. The toys were like absolutely off the I hook. Did have uh, the toys? I still have. A I bunch know of you. The toys. Like you still have it. I like, still your, do. Your love for this runs deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These mechs are some of my favorite. In I mean, we've talked about some of the Exo Squad stuff. I specifically referenced. Yeah, yeah. We in Wolf the, on the mecha and, in our mech episode, yes. which was like our our second episode ever. Yeah. Was it? No, it we was did. very early on. Didn't we talk about it more recently? We talked uh, compared like most. Maybe mm. no. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I my memory's bad. I think when we talked about Wolf Bronski's one, it was it was the Mecca it probably episode. Was, yeah. It was it was like your your number like four or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. I love it. Yeah. Um, and so you know you had these these absolutely baller toys. They they put way too much effort oh, into yeah. like most things from like the the late 80s early 90s and yeah. even into well no, to now like most things for kids uh it's all about the toys oh yeah and toys are what sold this yeah um but the show itself was really good ish <laughs> so so let me yeah let me give you let me give you the let me give you the the the, the quick rundown for let's, those. Give, let's give let's give yeah. everybody a synopsis all right so this evil race of beings 
bioengineers slaves to terraform planets for them. And when the evil race's fleet is away from home fighting space pirates, mm-hmm. the slave race rises up and takes over the home worlds to like earn their freedom and, and be full-fledged people. Yeah. And we root for the evil race that are humans. I was going to say, it was like, there's, there's a twist. There is a twist. It's a twist. The, 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 the bad guys in the show, the bad guys they frame as the bad guys in the show, are the physically and mentally superior Neo-Sapiens <laughs> who were bioengineered as a slave race yeah. to serve humans. Very social commentary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Scathing, scathing social commentary. They didn't and, have noses, didn't they? Uh, they were very, very flat faces. Very flat faces. They were like very pale and, like, and very flat they, Well, they weren't pale. They were like blue and purples and stuff. I count that as pale. Whatever. But yeah. So that's pale for you? Okay. <laughs> if it's uh, in cooler tones, it's pale. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and like they were like, and they had four fingers. They yeah. only had like the four fingered hands. That's all you need. Yeah, of course. As long as you have a thumb, you don't need. You can do it with. I think three. they had like two fing- two thumbs, and two big fingers. I think that was their whole. That's all you need. Layout. Um, you can hold a cup so from either direction. The fact, like, I as a kid, I was like, yeah, these fucking evil neo sapiens. I look back on this, I'm like, these people, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this is you are rooting for Able Squad. That's the the, the main squad. The, yeah. The people you follow most of the like they do side shoots on some other characters and things yeah. like that. And it's they actually had an amazing build out of like character development. Mm-hmm. But Able Squad is the mate like the the elite human or Terran squad yeah. of, of EXO. I love when they go with Terran for the name of yeah human beings. Well, because they're so there's the home worlds which are Venus, Mars, and Earth. Yeah. That's the homeworlds in the show. Mm-hmm. And these homeworlds are are like where everyone is based. Yeah. Um, including Neo-Sapiens. Yeah. Now, Venus and Mars are not exactly super hospitable. Yeah. So they're being terraformed. Especially Venus. Yeah, yeah. Venus so, is a bad choice. Yeah, Don't go good. closer to the sun. No, people. no. <laughs> and so they they have neo they bred Neo-Sapiens to terraform for them. Yeah. Basically. And by the way, 50 years prior to the show. There was an uprising by the Neo Sapiens where <laughs> they like always. Well, they want. Oh God, they wanted freedom. Oh no, these these sentient beings <laughs> want to be treated like People. sentient beings. Yeah. Oh, how fucking dare you they? You can't even say human, human because they're not. No, they're not. They're, so they're it's like, totally different. It's, you can't say. I mean, technically, the 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 argument that the Terrans can make is. You're not human, so you're not. Oh yeah, sure. You're not. And, you're not privy to and, and 50, human decency. Fifty years before, when they had that operation, I believe that was the full fledged like thing. It was like this is this is like the black rights movement. Yeah, in, like I said, it's in, very social commentary. So there's like fifty years before, where's the civil war where the neo sapiens fought for their freedom, basically. Yeah. To be not slaves. Yeah. And then fifty years later, they they rebelled again because they were still treated like a subclass. Yeah. And they wanted like equal rights. Exo Squad was now United States in 1964. Yeah, it was, uh, yes, and so <laughs> I don't know like, why I picked 64. I don't know in why particular. that specific one. But <laughs> I could have just went with the 60s. Yeah, in general, 70s and yeah, it, you know, whatever. Anything, yeah, yeah. But the point is, like, the whole show frames it like mm-hmm. the Exo Squad, Able Squad. They're they're the good guys. They're out there because they're fighting. white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fighting the good fight, they're they're like taking out these these neo sapien scum that yeah. that that fought that that took advantage of the yeah. fleet being away from home to establish their freedom. 
We gave them. Yeah. We gave them land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 don't hit them anymore. <laughs> we we stopped putting them in shackles most of the time. I my, my grandfather was the only one that whipped a neo sapien. <laughs> yeah, I haven't whipped a neo sapien yeah, in there. It's like I'm laughing because it's so fucking absurd that yeah. they're framed as the bad guys in this show. Yeah, and I mean they have to double down real hard. Like Phaeton, who's the head of the neo sapiens, mm-hmm. he's he's actually was a uh, like the governor of Mars, mm-hmm. um, and he made this move. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember him vaguely. Yeah, yeah. He's he's very much like a Gal Dukat from like mm-hmm. uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Like okay. he's like a he's like a, char- a charismatic but megaloma- megalomaniac kind I of mean, character. I think that's how they pulled off the portraying them as. That's- as bad guys because they're like at, at the end of the day it's like they're just fighting for their rights yeah but on top of that mm-hmm. like the person in charge of it is like but i want to control everything yeah and you have to like make they had to double down on that like yeah. hey they're all assholes and their leader is like a psychopath except you know he doesn't kill any of the humans they they capture after the rebellion yeah he just locks <laughs> them up and he could have um, all so what started the rebellion mm-hmm. is outside of the home world. Yeah. The ancestors of humans are space pirates. <laughs> and these space pirates yeah. are like just living in the asteroid belt and doing their own thing. How can this show fail? It has I know, space pirates. I know, right? Like that's all you need for a show to succeed. And, and the space pirates, by the way, are completely unaligned. They're not against the Neosapiens. They're not against humans. I don't remember what they look like do they look like humans oh yeah yeah they're humans so they still look like like they haven't evolved no no at they haven't cha- for I mean, space travel like, yeah they're like the ancestors by like a hundred years or something oh okay they're so. not like crazy in the distance I mean, technically their bone density is probably a little probably, fucky yeah, but, but you know but this show that. also has artificial gravity and things like that so gotta love space magic yeah space magic <laughs> so the entirety so to clarify uh, the space pirates are such a threat and such a problem because mm-hmm. they've been raiding human freighters and things yeah. like that, or Terran freighters and things like that, that they the Earth, in a stroke of of brilliance, sends, quote, the entirety 100%, 100% of the exo fleet to go deal with these pirates. Can you imagine, imagine if you are in the military? Yep. And you're just some, you're like in water purification. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of of of, of, of oh, uh, that Polly Shore, Shore movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in water purification in the army now. Or yeah, whatever. in the army now. Yeah. So you're 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 Polly Shore. Yep. You joined the reserves. Yep. And uh, you find out that you're going to war. You then find out that every single person, mm-hmm. yep, that has ever signed up yep. for the army. Is going. is going with you? Yeah, you'd be like, "This is overkill." Yeah, like no one, no one was, no yeah. one was like, "This, this seems excessive." The, here's, here's, I want to hear. I was thinking about this a little bit. This threat scale is North Korea versus the U.S. Okay, like they could be a feasible threat. They're a little yeah. bit behind technology. They're a little yeah. bit well. North Korea's a lot behind technology, but they have just enough that we're like, mm, could they do something? Yeah, and they're a little bit more aggressive. They're actively raiding our freighters. Yeah. So here's the scenario. We send everybody yeah, down to police. Yeah, here's like the scenario. It gets to police and we stop. <laughs> yeah. The scenario that happens in this show that that the leadership in the show thinks is totally rational. 
North Korea decides that this freighter, this mm-hmm. cargo ship, yeah, full of I don't know BMWs. There we go. Is, the is oil? Oil, yeah, there oil. That's, that's it. Oil. That's, that's the would, one. That's what would that's make it. us go crazy. This, this, this oiler is is prime target. They Gas raid is it. already super I know, expensive. Yeah. If you fuck with one of our big oil they, shipments, they raid the oil shipment. <laughs> yeah, steal it. Okay, the U.S. in response to this mm-hmm. then says send. Everything. Everything. The generals are like, so you want to send the Air Force and the Army? No. no, no. Everything. Everything. Air Force. Army. Every every single boat we have in the Navy. Do we have mounted mounted troops still has the coast guard ever left the country <laughs> no no they haven't their their whole job is yes, to protect the co- around the country yeah, the border north korea is close enough send the yeah. coast guard they send <laughs> everything can we send swat no we can't send swat okay that's where we'll stop yeah <laughs> everything exactly. else send them so they their response is to send every yeah. everything they have to wipe out these pirates basically you got a which, gun go which by the way uh to my knowledge, they fail. The pirates get away. I was going to say, did the pirates get all killed? I'm pretty sure they got away. Um, okay. Leaving basically Mission like accomplished. the police force behind on Earth, uh, which, interestingly enough, not capable of fighting off two planets worth of bioengineered super people. Yeah. Who uh, would have thought? If you, <laughs> if you remove all defense li- defenses, <laughs> yes. you're defenseless. Which, also, interestingly, there's no fixed defenses or anything, and like, they don't even have like, like a they didn't have like a turret. Yeah, there's nothing like they don't. I mean, if there is, I don't remember it ever being referenced in the show. It's like so you're telling me they got, and I should probably point this out because we we've only generally skimmed over it. Yeah, dope ass robot suits. Yep, like, dope ass no no dope ass robot suits that literally connect to, to your, your mind. Brain. Yeah, yeah. So you have that. You matrix jack into this. You thing. you created mm-hmm. a whole sub race. Yep. Of your species now. Yep. You have the technology to terraform mm-hmm. planets. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't make just regular robots to be to watch the shit when you left. Mm-hmm. You didn't have an alarm system on the planet. Mm-hmm. You didn't just trip trip. Yeah. Like, nothing. Nothing. And they do have like police exoframes and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's one of the characters that comes into it. Mm-hmm. The, like the rebellion from the, the Neo Sapiens is like it's an ex cop who Oh, is no okay. longer a cop because humanity is not in charge of Earth. So it's a rebellion against the rebellion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, by the once again, they skim over that fact. That's just yeah. the rebellion on the Earth or whatever's yeah. going on for one of these side plots. At first, they're just you know invaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's all. <laughs> That's it what is. we think they are. No, no. The, the, the intro, by the way, very clear that the Neo Sapiens oh, are slavery. It's like they don't hide this at all. At all, they're like, yeah, no, we got slaves, yeah. and they got mad. Like these, these <laughs> like slaves normally th- these do. Subservient sons of bitches rebelled and took over the planet, so we're gonna kick their ass. And like, as a child, you're supposed to be like, yeah, yeah. you you show you show them. Yeah, that's 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 that's, that's white culture, right? That, there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep, that's a, that's that's how you breed a whole next wave of Republicans. Oh God, <laughs> you just make yeah. these shows. And, and this show was very military. And by the way, there's some things about the show that are amazing. Yeah, very militaristic, super militaristic. Yeah, super militaristic. From what had, I'm remembering, yeah. like one my but, favorite character, the leader of, of uh, Lieutenant J T Marsh. Yeah, his, his one was just a straight up like F16. Oh yeah, it was basically like, an F16 <laughs> like mech. Yeah. Um, 
and like they like every like the like before they take back venus mm-hmm. there's two episodes that are just based on reconnaissance and planning this this sortie yeah like there is there's <laughs> there's no like they're they're very strategic other than the fact that they up and left everything yeah they were like never gonna make that mistake again. yeah yeah right <laughs> um and like the character development is really good they're yeah. complex characters the voice acting was amazing the animation was pretty good for the time. I remember the the guy that you said, the lieutenant, Lieutenant JT Marsh. That guy. Um, his hair was dumb. Oh yeah, it was dumb. He had like a a crew cut, but then he also had like stripes that wrapped Stri- around the yeah. back of his head, and they like almost had V's near yeah. the back. It yep. was real dumb. Oh, I remember yeah. that. You know, there, there's some there's some interesting aesthetic choices. I had his toy, and I used a sharpie. To, to color it. Yep, I yeah, don't blame you. Because it was dumb. I had I had a couple of his toys because I had a couple. They made like a couple variant mechs because mm-hmm. they had like, you know, toys, obviously. Toys, toys you got to capitalize. Yeah. You and have so, his one already? Well, you're in luck. We came out with one in blue. And one that's a Transformer. <laughs> yeah, this one has, this one, the lights actually work. Yeah. You're like, what? It's what? $100 yeah. too. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> and they did who that whole thing with toy scale where it'd go yeah. like, okay, here's the... Here's the action figures, which were, you know, the small figures, and then they mm-hmm. fit into the mechs that and the mechs were kind of normal action figure sized, but a little bit bulkier. Yeah. And then they had the... Like, the pilots were very small. The pilots were, were the small, small, like, almost like G.I. Joe-sized. Yeah. They were the G.I. Joe-sized And the mechs figures. were, like, that in-between, mm-hmm. between G.I. Joe and then big G.I. Joe. Yeah. There was, like, that in-between scale. Yeah, I mean, they were still... The mechs were still basically standard action figure eight inch size, I think. Yeah, because it was like handheld. Like you, yeah. you can hold they, one. They in were your a little hand. bulky because they were they were mechs. They're mechs, yeah. But they were for the most part the eight standard eight inch action figure. Yeah. But then they had, they'd have the deluxe mechs because there's a couple of those, the the big ones in the show, and it just and, sounds like a Taco yeah, Bell item. Yeah. And it's like could, well, it's like we're introducing the brand new the deluxe mechs, deluxe mechs, and, and deluxe mechs supreme. They were super cool. Like I had yeah. both. I had two of I had two of them over the course of like years. I had a standard one. I did not. Oh, have I had I had a one. lot. Of, I had a lot. Of, I still have a bunch of them because years later, are someone, they worth any money? I don't think so. And I also oh, beat the damn. hell out of them. They're oh, sitting okay. in the bottom of the toy box somewhere. <laughs> But and the ones I have, the ones I still have, not the ones I had when I was a child, which I wish I'd held on to, mm-hmm. are repaints that another company bought the molds for and put out as like a whole techno wars or Capitalism. something. Gotta yeah, exactly. It. And I found them like dirt cheap at like a dollar general or something when I was like yeah. twelve or fourteen. And you're like, it's back. And I was like, my time has come and bought like eight or ten of them. I yeah. spent all of my money I had. Buying like as many as I could like, find. I've been mowing lawns all summer, and now I got Exosquad yep. again. Exactly. Um, and so they had the big deluxe ones, but I don't think they ever redid the big deluxe ones. I think they only redid the. Did they have them in the show? I oh, always yeah, remember yeah. them all being the same so, size. So they had one of the Able Squad was a Neo Sapien, uh, Marsala, and oh. Marsala was like the that stoic. He was Teal'c before named after a chicken. Dish? I know, right? <laughs> he was Teal'c from Stargate before Teal'c was a thing. I think. Okay. He was that stoic, like I'm against the the oppressors, but he was the black guy. He was, but he also That's, wasn't really like. He, was he voiced th- by a black guy? He probably was. I don't remember. I give me a second. While you, you keep look talking, I'm looking it up. And he had this mech that was actually a two seater. And it had stealth capabilities, and it was like this sleek. Like I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That he was his was one of the two seater max. And then there was the the like repair specialist, and she had a big ass yellow construction mech kind of thing. Yeah. 
And uh, that sucker was like, oh, and by the way, the toy for that one was like, the joints didn't want to move, at least the one I had. Uh, just so you know, he became he became Wing Commander J.T. Walsh. Oh, wow. He got a promotion. Marsh? Yeah. Um, okay, so Marsha, Marsala wasn't voiced by a, by a black guy. Okay, so... That's that's a uh, that, that's a step that's a yeah. step forward like that's a yeah. normally if normally if you're totally gonna portray someone as yeah. as the cool stoic mm-hmm. uh, definitely based off of the black race I mean like clearly um, like a different person? color than the the yeah. white cast yeah yeah like, or white you're cartoons. Go, you're gonna be like let's get a black guy to yeah. to, to play the different person yeah exactly <laughs> um actually you know what I do remember one of the things I really loved. Was, there um, was one black guy in that cast, just so you know. There was one? There's one. I don't think the character he voices is black. I don't he remember. was in one episode. There was one oh, black guy. Oh, there was one. Okay. Well, yeah, hey, one. Had this one. show definitely progressive. Super <laughs> progressive. <laughs> <laughs> so who would have thought that a show that's basically just, you know. <laughs> civil rights movement. Just civil rights movement would not have any black people God, in it. It's crazy. Who would have thought? It's crazy. Who's, that, who's it's idolizing crazy the sign. opposite side of the civil rights movement? It's crazy. Who would have thought a, a, that a show like this couldn't land a black voice actor right? for, for any of these roles? They probably pitched it to a few, and they were like, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, I'm why? doing that. They're the bad guys? What are you talking about? They're like, do you want to play one of the neo They're like, no. no. <laughs> like, now it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it's, this show was, was just... One of the cool things they did this this one one of the things that really got me into sci fi early on okay was like so this was the Matrix before the Matrix like you you had a port in the back of your neck. What's funny is like I when I saw the Matrix th- when it first came well, well sorry when I saw the Matrix two yeah when they had the mechs yeah and everything I was like you mix that with the fact that they got ports mm-hmm. in their neck and that's exosquad. this is exosquad yep so uh, and once again the Matrix was an analogy for slave rebellion because of the robots yeah yeah, yeah. um so <laughs> this whole thing was was jacked into you and it was partially kind of sort of ai but not really like it was it was you, they never really went it's went almost into it. like the jaegers yeah you, like kind of how the the yeah, jaegers like, like you had to computer. like mentally link yeah with it you, they had like an onboard computer but it wasn't ever really ai until mm-hmm. I believe it was the end of the second season. So the end of the show. The end of the show because they <laughs> never they never went. Season three was supposed to involve aliens. Okay. And the aliens were going to be the threat, and then Neo Sapiens and humans had to work together to fight the aliens. Oh which yeah, I know, I know, I know. Oh, and and so the only thing that can make <laughs> these people put aside their differences is another foreign. <laughs> 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 Nothing makes. Nothing makes oh. Neo Sapiens and humans join forces faster than these these damn it's foreigners. So I can I can I can just picture the alien design. Yeah. And they have tentacles, but the tentacles are in the shape the of like full man the, 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 the either the Fu Manchu or like the Mexican, the real oh my thick God. kind of one. And it's just like it's like whoa, 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 whoa. you're telling me that the 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 clearly white people and the clearly black people can only put aside their differences when they're fighting the clearly Mexican, Mexican people. I'm almost <laughs> certain that's the direction the show would have gone in yeah from everything else or up to this point just normal brown people and they would have made them somewhat middle eastern oh my god right jesus yeah. i think this was maybe yeah this is this yeah. early i was like 93 94 that's getting there yeah it's yeah. right around that time so or they would have been russian <laughs> oh yeah russian for sure so the end of the show is is something needs to get done like basically it's like he has to drop i'm trying to remember what it is now but it's like it's probably not a nuke 
No, no, it's like his white people would never drop a nuke. He has like it's like a massive like computer or something that oh, like, okay. only the mech can hold. Oh, okay. And like he's got like JT Marsh is like I'm gonna just fly into the lava. Like that's that's the solution. Like we ultimate have to destroy sacrifice. it. It's like ultimate sacrifice. I forget what like what led to it. Why the giant mech couldn't just blow it up with any of the thousand missiles? He is the great white hope. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. He's the great white savior with it with the with the uh, what's the name of the. F- not the Maltese Falcon. Um, <laughs> the Maltese. The, not the Maltese Falcon. The, the thing. Um, the 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 convenient plop. Oh, item. okay. I, you know what I mean. I can't yeah. think of what it's called right now. I mean, it's 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 kind of like a MacGuffin, but Ma- not a MacGuffin. It is a MacGuffin. That's what, what I was looking for. Oh, I thought you were because MacGuffins are just like completely overpowered. Like they go. I never heard of it referred to as just convenient. Oh, I think maybe it's not the MacGuffin. It's 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 a it's a. It could be though. It could, I could I very it, well be wrong. I, I mean, think MacGuffin is just a solve all. Yeah, it's that's it. It's a it's a this is the solution thing. And so yeah. he's gonna drop it into this lava or whatever, and the E frame stops and ejects him. And he's like, "What the hell is going on?" And he goes, oh. "It's been a pleasure serving with you, Lieutenant Marsh." Oh. And like sacrifices itself. See, that's cool. So this thing throws itself into the mm. lava, showing it actually does have some form of AI, at least yeah. enough to like save lieutenant marsh and pilot itself without him yeah and that's how like season two ends that's how basically the show ends because you only got the show only got one more 20 minute episode i don't think they ever released it on television i think it's i think it's one of those things you can get like in the dvd set or something it's like the it's like the boba fett cad bane yeah cad bane kind of you know duel it's it's there but it's not really there (laughs) yeah so i mean the show was all over the place it covered everything and it covered it in probably the worst way imaginable but it was fun to watch. Oh, but it was so much fun to watch. And the robots were There's so cool. Lasers and missiles and flying everywhere. The designs on these exo like whoever they got to do the art and designs on the yeah. suits were insane because they everyone was different. I mean, you know, one suit that had, you know, missile launcher, grappling hook, and then like a three fingered claw. He had yeah. another suit that was Wolf Bronski, my favorite mech, where he just had giant barrels, barrels that were yeah. missile launchers and like weapons. And then even his, like, the frame itself was kind of, like, rounded more and his yeah. cockpit size. Yeah. And then, like, you know, JT Marsh's, which was, like, an F-16 and had these yeah. big expanding wings. and Yeah, it definitely had probably some of the coolest designs for mechs that I've seen um, probably to date. Oh, I mean, yeah. for the most part, mechs are pretty standard. Yeah. You know, there was there was like a couple like branch offs that that kind of did their own even thing. like Gundam, which has been a pioneer in like the mech yeah. world for a while, has basically just kind of evolved into well now this one has points in different areas. Yeah, Gundam pretty much they were like they came up with a really dope design. Yep, and they're like people really like this. Should we do something new? No. no. Just keep changing that one dope design yep. and adding doper things to it, yeah. like bigger, wings and a scythe and bigger <laughs> shoulders and like yeah, shit that doesn't really. What comes make sense. out of your guns? Guns, guns, guns come, come out, out of my guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like so, the the mech mechs and I love a good mech. We've talked about them a lot. Yeah, this show had some of the you best mech sorry, designs. I'm sorry, Big O. Big yeah. O also. Yeah. Big O, it, it pushed the boundaries of mech design also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Big, I, I, don't, o, I don't want to make it seem like this is the only one. No, Big yeah, O was there, dope. There are, I'm sure, yeah. and I'm sure there's mech things we don't know about and or are forgetting. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. a lot of them and a lot of what led the industry is still very standard. I mean, even... Oh, and here's the other thing. So, with the toys, the company that was distributing the toys, and this confused me as all mm-hmm. hell when I was a kid, well, also owned the rights to some of the Robotech toys in America. 
Which are also amazingly Which designed. Which are also amazingly designed. Yeah. And so there's these Zentradi interloper things I mm-hmm. had and like all these other like mechs that by the way are not in the show don't make any sense in context <laughs> but were an exo squad toy do you know what it probably was because Robotech takes place how far in the future 2127 or something like that I'm assuming exo squad has to have taken place further than that oh no I was thinking of exo squad I don't remember Robotech Robotech's Okay, so maybe maybe Robotech takes place, you know, technically before Exo Squad, and that's why it might make sense that yeah, they're but then all... they wouldn't they would know about the Zentradi and stuff like that. And that's true. It's not. It, trust me, canonically they do not mix. It just has to do with and uh, it's just Dan money. Larson from it's Toy just Galaxy. Money. Well, yeah, Dan <laughs> Larson from Toy Galaxy. Yeah. I recommend that show if anyone hasn't seen it. Yeah, he does a whole thing breaking down Robotech and the mm-hmm. the. The rights to the Robotech line, both in distribution and toys, yeah. is fucking insane. And they're oh. all over the place. They're owned by like three different people. There's still, I believe, arguments over who can and can't oh, sell geez. these products. So what you're saying is we should never sell anything that has Robotech merch oh, on it. Oh, probably because not. Because no. we will be locked up in litigation. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where like no and everyone thought they owned it and no one thought they owned it. And so... <laughs> now at least at the time do we own the rights to this really popular franchise i, I think own we own and it a bunch of the people that did own stuff went under so it's like well where'd the rights go like it's oh damn it's a whole thing and it's the same thing for these toys like they sold off or either they sold it off or someone bought what molds they could find from a factory yeah. and just started producing without the rights and that's why i've only seen these techno war toys well, like how long does uh how long does like the the rights on something last for? I have no idea. Because like if the co- if the company completely folded, I mean, yeah. after at a certain at a certain point, point maybe, I think they recede to public domain, don't yeah, they? Pro- probably. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's probably oh, public for sure. domain, um, uh, unless somebody owned it and yeah, has kept, kept up yeah, on kept everything. Kept up on the the paperwork or whatever, but I don't, yeah. I don't know what the deal is. With I that. doubt it. And yeah. if it, if it hasn't, then we're making Exo Oh, for sure. And we're going to make it new and not racist. Oh my God, please. <laughs> Can we like make one where they have a change of heart and they're like, you know, I feel like the Neo Sapiens just want freedom. They could have just made it against aliens the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have to be <laughs> Neo a bioengineered slave been... race of physically superior beings. Yeah. Neo Sapiens could have been a bioengineered race of helpers. And, and by the way, and not even slaves. The just Neo helpers. Sapiens designs are are Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline very if you look at them in context of this mm-hmm. is an 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 allegory for for race for race yeah they are very racist i mean like i'm, I'm gonna when, look it up when you think quick. of all of the worst when people are like describe using bad stereotypes of black people like racist yeah. southerners are like the mongoloids with their sloped brows and they're like treating them like cavemen one they're purple which is like an offshoot yeah, of, of, yeah black of black um, Look at their brows and like their des- like it's all of the worst possible yeah. stereotypes. Yeah, of like if any any very racist Southerner was like, I'll describe a black person for you. This is what they would. That's look like. what they look like. Yeah, 
And the fact that they're bigger and stronger. Bigger and physically fit. They're better for farm work, Jared, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's that's what the, that's what they did with this show. And, like, I, I obviously, I didn't get it. It came out in, like, so, 93, 94. I was yeah. five or six. Yeah, yeah. we weren't. The, the, the nation hadn't become woke yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, shit. Yeah, this is, like, this. It's rough. Look at it. it this guy is straight up just Look at like, it. Yeah. That is the worst. Yeah. The worst he's even got flared nostrils and yeah. like it's he's got thicker lips than everybody else that yes. was inside of here it is this exactly is the most stereotypical stereotypical racist they made black people without making black yeah, they people. made black people and they're like well let's make them purple so people won't know yeah and it's awful it's That's absolutely awful. and they are like all of them are that same i like, forgot yeah how racist they look They're so racist and they do have noses i was picturing basically voldemort i see when you said that i was like <laughs> yeah they're probably pretty flat right no they're flat is, the other way they go up yeah they flange up <laughs> they have like michael jackson nose yeah. but also still very wide nostrils yeah. it's so it's just incredibly racist that's insane i do want to ask a question that doesn't have anything to do with race okay go on if you were going to to think about where the show was going to go, yeah, uh, the AI, mm-hmm. do you think that it was legitimately they had AI and I guess fucking forgot <laughs> that that they I had think, that? No, or do you think it was from being jacked into yeah, so the human consciousness? I think, especially when you have someone like Able Squad, mm-hmm. where I mean, you're, they you're seem to be like in it like every hour, day, eight to twelve hours a day, yeah. Seven days a week, they are bonded with a computer. Yeah, I think with that that connection, at some point, the ghost and the machine build enough code ah. or enough code grouped together, or or it's enough custom, yeah, enough you know enough customizations were put in to mm-hmm. make it more responsive to the pilot. Yeah, that eventually it built up a rudimentary, if not advanced, AI. I mean, at that point, I mean, if it if that machine has had to read. The intricacies mm-hmm. of the human neuropathways mm-hmm. is gotta be smart. Yeah, for sure. Like, and it's it, if it if it it's has a, a very any least, a sort very of smart learning, computer. Yeah, it it if it has any sort of of AI learning. Yeah, at that level of complexity, it would almost certainly start building some type of AI. Yeah. If, if they're constantly piloting the same yep. mechs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are. They're, there's like a whole thing. Like you're, you're basically bonded with, not bonded with it, but like mm-hmm. it's your mech. That's, you don't, yeah. you're you don't pop in somebody else's mech. Yeah. You're That's only like using wearing somebody else's underpants. Yeah, you it's don't just do people that. don't do it. Like, could you do it? Sure. <laughs> Would you? No, not if you can help it. It's, it's like using someone's toothbrush. Yeah. You're like, God. did you did you fly over here in in Jimmy's mech? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Mine was in getting work done. Ew. Yeah. That was in him. That was in him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just like that. Yeah. So I mean, this is if if I could like see where the show would go, I'd love to do like an AI rebellion. See, that always makes more sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Because human beings enslave AI all the time. Yeah. But we don't think about it because technically it's not it's not alive. Like so You know, I'm sure someone made that same argument about the Neo Sapiens, Jared. Probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. I, I like to emphasize the repeatedly. The Neo Sapiens probably have to eat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they probably have to sleep and they probably have to drink water. And, and they have air. emotions and, you know, feelings and thoughts yeah. and desires. And if an AI gets advanced enough, it'll probably have almost all those same things. Yeah. I mean, well, if it needs to start doing stuff to maintain its existence, yeah. then you can consider it alive. Yeah. Because it can well, die. It would need electricity. 
I mean, yeah. It would need some form of resource to Depending. live. What if it's like a nuclear kind of unlimited power plant? Kind of blah, 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 blah. Magic arc reactor. A magic arc reactor. Yeah. <laughs> is, the, is the arc reactor. Mm-hmm. It's it's that the the that machine in in time yeah. machine that yeah. that that twenty sure. thousand years later it was still fucking running yeah like you yeah, know there's just, just there's no. always things yeah I don't think so yeah so it's just one of those interesting things to think of I liked the idea of like okay now they got to work together mm-hmm. I don't like because I really think they they kill Phaeton he's the big the big bad yeah. guy the megalomaniac. He dies, and there's a there's a moral quandary at the end of mm-hmm. well, they should found, we let them be free? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, they found his clone. Oh, and they basically say, you know, should we kill the clone for the actions of the original? Jesus Christ! This show was. I deep. know this, this is show too went deep yeah. for kids, and the clone is like, I didn't do anything, and they're like, <laughs> I was like I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like it's really interesting to be like like this had some really good interesting things to think on. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if the show was self-aware enough to realize what an allegory it was being or if it was just grabbing at I everything really, it could. I really hope that somebody in the writers room was like, are these black people? <laughs> And, they, and like, but then like, like Jim Bob was in the corner, like, well, fuck yeah, they're black people. I just couldn't like, make them black. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, oh, I didn't know we were. Oh no, this is. Could we make aliens now and like put this shit aside? Mm-hmm. And they were like, cancel the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it just it it could have. It was a very well done show for what it was. Yeah, but it was very either tone deaf i have to ask this question then. Why do you love this show? Because you are very very. I, am, I know. I know. Not. I know what this show represents. Oh, no, yeah, not at all. Because you're like anti-imperialist. Yeah, <laughs> like, this show. See, because I was a, I was a young impressionable child. Yeah, this show did have really good, like if you if you look past the allegory, which I did as a child because I didn't fucking know. No, <laughs> um, this show had really good character development. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first shows where I really started to get like attached attached to mm-hmm. individual characters. Yeah. Um, like these these characters had more development than Power Rangers. Like these cartoon characters, I mean, Power had, Rangers are fucking yeah, flat. Flat, yeah. They're they're primary. Yeah. Um, this this was like real complex characters. Like Wolf Bronski, we've talked about him. He's my favorite. Yeah. He was this slob, like a little bit heavier set dude mm. who also had a heart of gold and was like a romantic at heart. Yeah. And like you know shit like that. Where like they were they weren't one dimensional characters, yeah. which I loved. Yeah. As a child, that was the first thing that I'm really into characters. Mm-hmm. They drove the each one had an individual custom mech. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Which I love. And it didn't repeat. No, I not mean, at like, all. When you saw a bunch of them, mm-hmm. you so, could I mean very like, easily pick out if memory serves me correct, like like the wing commander. JT Marsh. Yeah. His uh you'd think I remember because it starts with a J. And you also looked it up. Yeah, and I did look it up. Um, I think at this point it's for the it's for the lulz. Maybe. I think I'm purposely forgetting just, it. Yeah. But uh, so his mech, I think there were there was more that looked like his originally. So, so there were when they show like the opening mm-hmm. of the show, you see like cuts of like here's a squadron of these yeah, like jet fighter mechs. Yeah. Here's a squadron of these ones, but you never see you never see 
multiples of them in the show that aren't at least somewhat different. Yeah. Like, I think you see one that looks like Wolf Bronski's mech at one point, Mm -hmm. but instead of having two barrels, it has, like, a barrel and then, like, a hand arm with a grappling hook or something. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's always some type of... And it's a different color. Like, there's always some type of differentiation. I'm sure they did repeat artwork for... Because animation's expensive. Save save money. Yeah, but... um. So it's just one of those things. Could have used slaves, maybe. Yeah, maybe they could have. Yeah, maybe they could have just <laughs> bioengineered some workforce. Was this produced in Canada? Um, I don't know if it was or not. The, so the 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 studio that did this, and you, you look this up, mm-hmm. the studio that did this was pretty small. Yeah, and I don't think they lasted long after it went down. Let's see. Let's see who it was that made this. And I think that's one of the reasons too that it didn't get the kind of airtime or popularity that's weird it says countries of origin united states canada because <laughs> there's no comma it's literally united, united states, states canada, canada. so <laughs> that's great it's one of them i know i know it aired um on like the same channel as some of the canadian cartoons like mm-hmm. well you know because like matrix entertainment and stuff like that was canadian studios yeah they did like reboot and um beast wars Wait, this and- came out after aliens the movie Aliens, I think so. Yeah, Aliens. Uh, I I forget that Aliens came out uh, in the late eighties. We're old. I, I always forget about that. Yeah, like like <laughs> like just don't don't date us, man. Like, yeah. did you start looking Shit. back on it? This came out what ninety three and ninety four, I think. Yeah, I was giving it like the benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe it wasn't ripping off the power loader, and it, no, it is. It it's totally ripping was. off the power loader. It says that Battlestar Galactica, the seven nineteen seventy eight one. Mm-hmm. Uh, aliens, uh, Captain Power, and the Soldiers of the Future, uh-huh. and X Men were the influences for this. Which I, I mean, it. if you're gonna if you're gonna base it off of stuff, yeah, that makes sense. Other than Captain Power and yeah. Soldiers of the Future, yeah, um, those are great choices. Mm-hmm. This should have uh, American Civil Rights Movement in there. Yeah, also, there should be a couple and, of other little tidbits in there, like the American Civil Rights Movement, the, and Civil, the War. Civil War, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, all of human history now, of enslavement. That being said, there's some stuff that comes after this that definitely ripped from this and just kind of feeds to that old homage. The Matrix. Um, yeah, yeah, the Matrix for <laughs> sure. Um, that kind of feeds into that old adage, like, there are mm-hmm. no new ideas. It's just kind of recycled well, or changed stuff. It it's like there there was a, something written in, like, 1890-something mm-hmm. where it was basically stating these are 36 plots. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like you, anything else that you write will, will just be. be a derivative of these. of one of these 36 plots. And a bunch of them are stuff that was pulled from like Greek philosophy, religion, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christianity. And yeah. This I, like, was like the first author that actually looked at all of that yeah, and, and just, just went, a, these are the storylines. Well, isn't this the person that came up with the archetypes? And they were like, okay, this is the... It might have been. I can't remember the names of them now. I thought Shakespeare had a lot to do with archetypes. Well, like Shakespeare he, did have a lot to do with archetypes, yeah. but this author was one of the ones that was like... Look, all of them fall into these categories. These categories, yeah. these these plots. This is how it's going to go, and then anything you do differently is just a recasting of this. Yeah, and that's that's basically like we. I, I feel like everybody deep down knows yeah. that every story that can be told mm-hmm. has been told. Yeah, and now we're just telling it in different ways. Yeah, and but then that's <laughs> the thing is like you can tell in different ways and better ways. Yeah, and worse ways. Yeah, add space pirates yeah. immediately. Better way. Yeah. Speaking of telling Even things, X-Men had it. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Everyone has space pirates. Yeah. Um, speaking of telling things in worse ways, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk a little bit about what we may or may not have heard about Morbius. Oh, okay. So. 
I mean, I've heard I've heard mixed things. I've also heard mixed things. Now we talked. I think that was the last episode we talked about what the Rotten Tomato score was. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, we definitely talked about it. Yeah. Um, we just didn't go in super in depth. Yeah. Um, and now it's out, and mm-hmm. people have seen it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm hearing. I've not heard it was good. No, I've. <laughs> I've I'll heard it say was good. That. I've heard it was good from one person. Okay, who said he really enjoyed it and didn't like. He didn't think the critics were right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen that people are like, "Oh, the best scene in the movie," and it's when Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the clip of Matt Smith like vamping out. Okay, and it, I don't. If that's the best scene in the movie, what the fuck kind yeah. of movie is this? Like the the only thing that I've heard about it, and neither of us can speak on how no, good it is I haven't because seen it neither yet. of us have seen it. And you know, money and, is a thing, and yeah. time is a thing. And we also kind of don't want to see. No, it. No, I don't want to pay <laughs> theater prices to see this movie. Yeah. Um, but no, like the only thing that I've heard from the people that I know that have seen it are, it's it. Someone gave it a five out of ten. Okay, which just means. This movie is a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Like is this movie is a movie that it's okay that it was made. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like, man, I need to see Morbius. Yeah. Or you're not going to be like, man, um, I re- do you remember that one scene from that? Yeah. Like years later, you're just going to be like, if it's on TNT, in in ten years, you're going to be like, oh shit, it's on, and you're going to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Like that's that's really My- it. I heard that it wasn't as bad as critics said, but it was definitely better than the Eternals. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see. If it's better than the Eternals, which is not hard, that's a yeah. good thing. But I, I think totally neutrally bland is just mm-hmm. as bad in some cases. What did we give Eternals? Uh, not good. I think we gave it like a three or four. I was going to say, yeah. I'm like, I, I, I could have swore that we said like that was middle of the road. Yeah. Which if we see this and this is better, yeah, then the, Eternals is definitely dropping down. Yo, for sure. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite memes out there is uh, it's Darth mm. Maul with the, the twin blade lightsabers. Oh, it's Jared Lee. <laughs> it's it's Jared Leto, and it, it's worst DC movie and yeah. then worst Marvel movie yeah. popping out of the other one. I'm like, that's so funny. I mean, I hope, like, I would hope he gets a worse rating than Eternals, uh, so that it can be. Yeah, and that he can legitimately be. I don't know if it's gonna be, and I'm only don't know if it's gonna be because Matt Smith's in it, and I legitimately people love, love Matt, Matt Smith. Smith. I love Matt Smith. He he's was amazing, amazing as the doctor. He's, he's a great he's doctor. A great doctor. A he's a great doctor, actor great in general. Actor. He's a great doctor he's a like great in real doctor. life Matt Smith, like he's, he's a master surgeon i i know someone that he, had brain surgery he, by him yeah it was incredible amazing he's amazing <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah so uh tell us what you think about the allegory of uh exo squad <laughs> yeah I, it, do you agree with the terrans or <laughs> the neosapiens I, just, I hope it is i just <laughs> that you think it was all fucked up and that and that here's what here's uh, one more thing i just want to emphasize this okay most. This is what's the most fucked up about it. Not that they did this show. Not that they did it like mm-hmm. they did. What well, is that they did it like they did? They I mean, did it. I, that, that's a big thing. It's not that they did the show. It's that they frame so hard mm-hmm. in favor of the Terrans. Mm-hmm. They 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 do some kind of mental gymnastics. They throw. There's like okay, the um, I saw a trope about this when when the villain in a movie is making too much sense, mm-hmm. so you make them do something. That's like chaotic, so evil. Ridiculous. Like, yeah. like in Black Panther, Killmonger, very reasonable motivation. Very reasonable. And and so to establish early on that he's not a good guy, murders his girlfriend for no reason. Yeah. Like yeah. that's hey, what? Let's do something that is a out of character and yeah. b un un unacceptable by anyone's standards. Yeah. To establish that they're villains, 
that's what they did with this, except they didn't even do the so evil we can't like them part well. Yeah. They just tried to make the Terrans so good we like them. They, they made they made the good guys so likable yeah, the, yeah, like, that likeable, you're like, I can't root against them ever. Yeah, root charismatic, likable paladins of justice yeah. who are just happen to be the elite squad of stormtroopers oppressing this entire group of people. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way, and this is how I can totally understand it. Mm-hmm. We're still kind of taught that we were the good guys in Vietnam. Yeah, that's true. And that's some... Yeah, like, how many... When I was in school, do you know how many people knew we lost Vietnam? We tied. We did not tie <laughs> Vietnam, Jared. We tied. We're America. We, we don't lose. We, we yeah, tie. exactly. We don't lose is exactly the... And that's exactly it. We, we're we America. Tie. We don't lose. We, we fucking failed at Vietnam. The yeah. only reason it wasn't worse is because we were on their territory. And yeah. we could just leave. Yeah. Some of us. Some we, of us didn't. Some of us did not. Yeah. There's like, a lot of people that... A lot of people that didn't make it out of there. did not make it out. And, and, it and that's not a win. Like, there was no victory there. Yeah. But they didn't get to do what they wanted either. Because we fucking invaded. I know. But that's why it's a tie. That's not a tie. <laughs> just If you don't accomplish your goal, but they don't accomplish their goal. Uh, I tie. guess. Yeah. Mutual it's, destruction. Mutual destruction. Mutual destruction tie. That's a very American. It's, it's, we'll it's take basically, you out if we have to. It is you tied by you both scoring zero points. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like you both lost that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you went to a basketball game and mm-hmm. the score was 0-0 zero, zero at mm-hmm. the end of it, you would have mm-hmm. been like, you both lost. Mm-hmm. Be like, it's not even that you tied. You both didn't win this. You, you both lost. Yep. And honestly, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's what that's what Vietnam was. And that's yeah. this this show just doubles down on the like we didn't lose. We can't lose against the can't Neosapiens. Who are they to want freedom? Exactly. And equal rights. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and they double down on that so hard and that's what makes it fucked up. They literally went, We're so likable that mm. computers learned to to learn. Yeah. To like us. Yeah. Like also, just for keep, the sake of liking mind, us, they Neo learned Sapiens how to learn. Have E frames. Yeah. So they I think they're actually I think the Neo Sapiens are the only ones that have the repeating but you know what? Only the Great White Hope can have one that thinks. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so it's so bad. Like I wish I didn't love this show. It's I like, wish I didn't. It's like in, it's like in Avatar. It's like you know, yeah, got only, an entire race full only, of people, but who the, can save them? The white American can white come over. Can white American come over and save this this group of people to become poor, the ultimate chief. Poor savages. They need yeah. they need a white he, guy. He to save only them. learned to ride a horse three weeks ago, but. But he's now gonna he's riding a fucking dragon. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> tackle the largest dragon. Hey, you know what? He's the good guy. He's that's it. He's the good guy. There's I no, mean, in, no in that movie here. though, he legitimately was the good guy. They I like, know he was. They were trying to like it was the jo- it was Pocahontas. It was Pocahontas. Yeah, it was Pocahontas he was John space. Smith. Yeah. It's there's no like he's still like yeah. <laughs> it's like you're still you're still a terrible person. You're still mm-hmm. part of the terrible people. Yeah. Like good on you for like, like making a good choice. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, fuck you. Like well, you don't like, even need to be here. That's like the same <laughs> issue with like Back to the Future. Like Zemeckis mm-hmm. appropriated black culture. Yeah. Black people didn't come up with Johnny Be Good. That was Marty McFly. Exactly. You just take did. everything, <laughs> everything you can and be like, no, no, it's really a white guy in the background. But it's for comedy. It was for if comedy. It's, if it's Look, for if it's for comedy or entertainment, it's fine. By the way, I hurt myself when I say stuff like that yeah. because 
truly, truly love Back to the Future. It's a great movie. It's one of the best scripts ever written. It's, it's so an amazing awesome. movie. Yeah. Um, it makes absolutely buttfuck sense. Yeah. Um, and and it is. There's lots of little I love, things. I like love that. The, I I just watched a little thing where it's like, what happened to the Marty in the universe that Marty comes back to? Yeah. They're like, because he didn't come back to his universe. Mm-mm. He changed something. He yep. came back to a completely different universe. Uh-huh. Where was that, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> where where was the established... I love how they just jump into... There's totally tangent now. Yeah. They jump into Marty's best friend is this disgraced nuclear physicist. Just likes to hang out with high school hang, kids. He hangs out with high school kids. Nothing weird here. Weird. Buys a very expensive car. Yep. Pisses off a bunch of... Of of, uh, of, Libyans. of of Libyans, Libyans, yeah, yeah. It's like, bought a bunch of plutonium yeah. from Libyans, sold them a bomb that was just a bunch of clock parts in a case. And that's just the first five minutes yep. of the movie. Yep. Oh, by <laughs> the way, left uh, his dog's automatic feeder running yeah. the whole time. Yeah, and like just like it's just a fucking crazy, crazy movie. Oh my god, I would love to see a prequel to Back to the Future, even if it's animated. It is. Just Back do an to anime. the Future three. But no, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about. I want to yeah, see a prequel of how they met. Doc Brown and Marty met. There's and a, how there's they a bunch became of, so close. There's a bunch of fan theories about. That. I want to see like, like a legitimate canon. That would be interesting. <laughs> My favorite theory is that Marty dies all the time. Oh, he's like because this, look. Are you saying Marty's Morty? <laughs> yes, one hundred. Well, that's what that's that's probably. I know what's that their, that's that, that's their, like yeah yeah. Uh, the, the the tunnel scene, mm-hmm. the tunnel scene where Doc arrives exactly when he needs to to yeah. drop the the line of flags to pull Marty up mm-hmm. into the DeLorean. The there's and there's a there's a ton of these. I don't remember off the top of my head. This is something yeah. we should talk. Like we should do a theory video one. Okay, we'll do we'll do we'll, a we'll do a deep episode. Dive. So yeah, let's save it for that. But I I can I can see where you're but going. So, but so where it's the, like the, the movies are is, the the brightest timeline, like the yeah, best possible yeah, timeline. And it's it's because Doc Marty it, dies. Doc goes. Not today. Goes back. Goes back. Saves Marty. Okay. And that happens repeatedly throughout the like Doc's timing yeah. is the kind of timing where like you have to like look, you have to know about ahead look, of time. Look past convenience and be like, yeah, this motherfucker. Like Marty dies. Like he yeah. okay. All right. He's like okay. Marty hit the pavement at ten twenty five. So he probably left from the building. At he's doing like calculations. Yeah. And he's smart enough that he can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the kind of shit that like we can do a whole deep dive on. Like not just Back to the Future. I mean like. We'll do a couple. Yeah. yeah. A couple theory videos we should think of. Yeah, but definitely. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Now that we've gone off on mega, mega ch- tangent. Yeah, just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. If you'd like to listen to... If you'd like to listen again. Again. <laughs> or to any of our other podcasts, please check us out on runrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Yep. Uh, you can get us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can listen to our, our partners. Uh, and our other podcasts in our family, like Chunkus Cast, mm-hmm. Senpai Kohai. Mm-hmm. You got to watch this podcast. You have to watch this podcast. <laughs> you have to watch this podcast. Uh, get phrasing fit. is important. I know phrasing is important. <laughs> uh, fit Talk with Nick. Fit Talk with Nick. And um, of course, Lehigh Valley Food Podcast. And Lehigh Valley Food Podcast with our partners, Times Live Radio Network. Studios. Oh, fuck. Every time. We're the network. They're the studios. That's right. We're the network. <laughs> they're the studios. That's it. Times Live Radio Studios. There you go. Um, and uh, check us out on our. Please go to our website. Check it out. Yeah, do, actually, do I, I should. Yet? I should. We do have merch. Um, for for all for all of the the flagship shows. So yeah. So Rum Run is Dark Rum and Talk Show and all have merch. 
Um, I do want to say on the website, there is now our brand oh, new. I almost forgot. Norwell's mm, Nightmares. Norwell's Nightmares. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're still working on some stuff from that. So it's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Infinite Universes. Oh, and yeah, Infinite <laughs> Universes. But. This is getting too many for me. I struggled with like we three. so many shows I know. now. We're growing really fast. So you yeah. should get on board now while they're young and impressionable. No. <laughs> you can join the network. It is on the website. There's yeah. a contact form at the bottom. But. There is also a link to our brand new digital magazine. Oh, yes. The Indie Podcast Magazine, uh, a digital magazine that's fully interactable, uh, made by indie podcasters for indie podcasters. The first episode, or the first episode, the, the first, first issue. Episode. The first issue that came out is starting a podcast. So, for anybody out there that is looking to start a podcast, or really anybody that has started a podcast is just like, let me see what other people's experience was like. Yep. Uh, check it out. Um, every, there's a bunch of really great shows that we partnered with that, uh, that helped us out with mm-hmm. it. So we have a couple highlights, a couple tips, some recommendations, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check out the Indie Podcast Digital Magazine. Yes, please. Oh, well, thank you for listening. Thank you very much for stopping in. Embrace your fandom, everybody. And let your nerd flag fly. Peace. Peace.